The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Romacraft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time romacraft tobacco it's the after show the after show the after show show. yeah even taking part in it i still hate it (laughs) um so this week on the after show we're going to look at um the blackmailing that's been going on in social media toward manufacturers to get free stuff. And I've noticed it in an abundance over the last few months. And the thing that really set me off was a consumer who posted a picture of an ashtray that had some gold leaf where you would rest the cigar. Well, over time, that gold faded from a hot cigar sitting on it. And the customer pretty much shamed the company into sending a replacement. Now, you're going to want to join the MeWees this week, and you're going to be able to see the image to show what we're talking about. And I believe Ed could pull this up on screen. There's nothing wrong with that ashtray to demand a replacement and try to publicly humiliate a company. If you want something to remain pristine, don't use it. I flipped baseball cards as a kid. You know what, Tops? You owe me a Nolan Ryan rookie card because the corn is bent from me using it. It's the most ridiculous thing out there. Cigar bloggers back in the day, they used to get a lot of a lot of guilt because they said we asked for free stuff. Yeah, there might have been one or two people, but there's a huge abundance on social media right now. I want another one for free. Well, here's the uh, I'm going to take play the devil's advocate on this with respect to the bloggers. You weren't so much asking for a free cigar to have a free cigar. You were asking for a cigar to write a review. I have never asked for a cigar other than a rep coming in over the last five, seven, over the last seven years I've asked here. I've asked for one specific cigar. But as a blogger, and the majority of bloggers out there, Coop, Charlie, um, we've made an effort to never ask for free stuff. But we're in this complaint phase right now that everybody's complaining. And it doesn't just stop with the ashtray. There was another instance this week with another manufacturer that a guy posted a picture. There was legitimately an eighth of an inch left of the cigar, complaining that the construction was horrible, that it canoed, showed no proof of the cigar canoeing. And the manufacturer didn't even ask qualifying uh, questions. You know, were you outside in a windy day? Were you driving with the window you open? Don't need, you're a manufacturer. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and send you not only one replacement, but I'm going to send you a whole bunch of cigars. It, it's getting out of the point where now, you know, Nick Perdomo, I love you, but I, I'm calling it the Perdomo effect because he always wants to send a replacement. And kudos to you for wanting to take care of the customer. But shouldn't that issue be handled 
on the retail level? Shouldn't the guy come well, back to the retailer and say, hey, I had a problem with this cigar? Barry, this is what it makes me wonder. Are these all people who are buying mail order and they don't have somebody to talk to? Well, yeah. that is a thing. If I mean, if you want to have customer service, you go to a brick-and-mortar retail store or, or outlet and let them service you. Not you, you really, as a consumer, you should be dealing with retailers, and retailers should be dealing with manufacturers. And there's been times, and I'll, I'll leave the brand, brand names mm. nameless, but there have been times when a customer's come in with 12 half-smoked cigars mm. that were tunneling down the middle— and I gave him a new box the first time. Right. Then he came back in the second time with 12 more cigars that were tunneling down the middle. Okay, the first one was on me. Now I'll deal with the manufacturer and get replacement product. And they need to know there was obviously an issue because it was two boxes in right. a row. And I gave the customer credit towards something else. Let's let's get off this brand for a little while and come back when they get their shit together. Mm. But that's that's what my job is as the manager of a retail shop is to handle the customer's pain and take it and I'll deal with the manufacturer. That counts for lighter issues if I can't fix it, cutter issues, cigar issues, humidors. I'll deal with the manufacturer for you. And so you're that's as a consumer, I think you need to find a brick and mortar because the online guys they're what, they're going to send you a call tag for a half-smoked <laughs> cigar? But part of it with social media right now is the domino effect. You see one person do it successfully. You know what? I'm going to try that. Even though I smoked this thing down to an eighth of an inch, I'm going to try to get a free cigar. Well, in that case, I think that is somebody trying to get a free cigar. In the case of the the ignorance of someone posting a picture of an ashtray with a chipped corner or the, the gold foil. Slightly is, faded. As faded or worn. But you're going to be using it. you got to expect it. But that's ignorance on the consumer's end. I don't think that that is a malicious act to try to get a second ashtray out of Nick Perdomo. I just don't think that's the case. I don't know. If you look on social media lately, I think it's a calculated effort to get something for free. And that's that's a huge issue I'm having right now because I'm seeing it. Not in well, you're one, not giving away free cigars. No, you're but okay. not yeah, but not in one group, not in two groups. I'm starting to feel bad for the manufacturers because I think they're getting played. Maybe. I mean, when do you draw the line? How do you draw the line? I think you draw the line with education, and you do say, and I'm sure that there's private messages that we're not seeing where Nick himself is reaching out to the guy and saying, geez, I'm sorry you had that experience. Uh, I hope you don't expect that I'm going to replace that nub cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, with a well, then, half an inch left. Well, out of fairness to him, the nub issue wasn't with his company. Um, the only reason why we mentioned Nick is because we showed the ashtray that looked pristine. There's, you know, the guy's trying to get, hey, you know what? Having barbecues this summer, I'm going to get a second ashtray for free. I personally think that's part of the thought process. That's just how you think. That's not, I don't think that, I don't think that's the case. And honestly, with product that you're getting for free as part of a promotion, there's no guarantee on the free product. It's you get an ashtray for free for buying a box of cigars. You bought the cigars. That's the reason why you came in the store. Not. I hope you didn't come in to get a free ashtray because you're going to be sorely disappointed on most days. Well, to, in fairness for the guy, we don't know if he got it for free or if he purchased it from from Perdomo Shop Online, where you can purchase swag. 
Now, that's a different case, though. If you buy the ashtray and the uh, finish on the ashtray is fading in a short amount of time, there's a defect on the ashtray, and yeah, you're entitled to another That's like product. me going back to uh, the Gap and saying, hey, you know, my jeans ripped from my thighs rubbing together. I want a new pair of jeans for free. Did that happen? Yeah, I'm a fat kid. Of course <laughs> it happened. Well, yeah. there's a I difference. Mean, I I think the problem I have with it is that Going right to social media seems like an escalation that's unnecessary. True. You know, it's not difficult to find a way to contact a manufacturer. And if you have a problem, it may be a one-off problem. So there's no reason to escalate it. I mean, if you try to reach out and get no satisfaction, then sure. But give the manufacturer a chance first. Yeah, there should be an etiquette in place. You should reach out privately because you going to create that domino effect and the unscrupulous people are going to see it and they're going to go hey i'm going to do the same thing i think you just have no trust in humanity barry (laughs) that could be i was tempted to send the manufacturer a picture of my ashtray saying hey the cigar combusted i I need a replacement i mean it's it's to me it's gotten asinine i think by and large people are good i don't see a lot of abuse happening in the store Someone has a split wrapper. I I don't ask questions. I give them another cigar. Uh, if it comes up a second time, I cut and light the cigar the next time and show them how to do it. I know you know how to cut and light a cigar. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it for you this time and not make a big deal about it. But if that one burns perfectly, I can tell you the number of times uh, it, it, that the customer ends up being impressed and they ask questions and they are seeking the education. And this is why I think, for the most part. People are good. They don't. They're not looking to fleece the manufacturer, and the ones that are, eventually, they're going to stop getting free shit. But that that also plays into the thing. Have you ever seen a customer come from the lounge, come up to you, half smoked cigar, showing you the tunnel? He goes back into the lounge. Does another guy come out of the lounge and go, "Hey, Never. I'm ha- all right"? That's Never. the problem that you have in online because they're seeing people. Well, it's a problem. That's this. a that's a connection you're making. That's not necessarily what's going on. You unfortunately, you've given up on Facebook, but I think it would Facebook get your gave vote up on me, too. folks. Facebook gave up well, on me, and it seems like Barry still has some lingering pandemic <laughs> anger. So he's Maduro Barry one, right now. Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say one thing we can never let him do is sit in the Maduro. Oh, seat. forget about oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> I blow my top like a tea kettle. <laughs> You know what, Barry? You're going to be in the hot seat right now. Mm-hmm. It's time for the strength and character segment brought to you by Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromising values. Uh, um, Barry, I'm going to te- have you tell me about your character. The six, <laughs> you can pick from the six pillars of character, trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, or citizenship. And actually, you can't pick. I want you to tell us how, how trustworthy are you? I, so you don't seem to trust other people. I don't seem to trust other people, and but that's part of the thing. Like I'll go if I'll go out of the way to give the benefit of the doubt. I'll go out of the way to keep somebody secret. I'll go out of the way to earn somebody's trust. I think somebody who has zero posting history that's posting a complaint hasn't developed the trust to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think in the seven years you've known me, I've earned that benefited a doubt to show that I'm a trustworthy person. So if you came to me with a split wrapper, I should just believe you that you didn't do it. I think you would know that I've seven years I've been here. I've never returned a cigar. It's a man-made product. 
It's going to happen. We had this conversation earlier, Ed Sullivan, 20 cigars in a box, all made by hand. There's bound to be one that's going to have some type of issue. So... One out of 20 is good. Well, we I got- feel like you disagree with me being a trustworthy person. <laughs> he didn't really comment on it. Yeah, I didn't say anything. That, that's why it. I feel like you don't find me trustworthy. The, the, the bit isn't, do, do I find you trustworthy? The bit is, you tell me about your character, not me comment on it. I was it. hoping you would ask about my superpowers. <laughs> do you have superpowers? Yeah, the ability to turn anything into a perverted or dirty statement. I am raincoat man. <laughs> the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and Jason writes, greeting gentlemen, and this is for no prize. I'm sure everybody knows by now the FDA's proposed flavor ban hit the news this week. Obviously, this is bad news for the industry. The FDA shouldn't even be involved in tobacco products in the first place, in my opinion. Although the ATF isn't any better, but I digress. The question to you guys is, could this proposed ban actually help certain manufacturers get their hands on more broadleaf? As you mentioned on the show before, Backwoods buys the lion's share of Connecticut broadleaf, leaving very little for the premium market. If the flavor ban becomes enacted, do you think that would open up broadleaf availability since Backwoods wouldn't be able to create their products as we know it? I'm interested to hear the authorities' thoughts on this. Stay smoky, Jay from Connecticut. I mean, my first thought is uh, Backwoods isn't picking the cream of the crop. Right, wrapper. yeah, they're not buying grade A tobacco, wrapper quality tobacco. But they're buying But they're, they're buying the, the, lion's lot, share. the lion's share. You know, you could probably see a lot of broadleaf binder becoming available for different blends, mm. but they're wrapper. You've seen them, right? Yeah, they're ugly. Yeah. You know, I, think- I, I also think we shouldn't look at this as, you know, does it benefit us? Because any ban hurts us. So we should be rooting for menthol to not be banned. We should be rooting for flavored cigars not to be banned. And and there's a discrepancy on there. Some people are saying all flavored cigars. And then somebody from the government said just uh, smaller flavored cigars. So there's kind of a gray air because CA reported it is all flavored cigars. But we shouldn't accept this because what becomes banned tomorrow opens the door for another ban down yeah, the road. Yeah, you've got to fight it. The question that is going to be raised is, are infused cigars flavored cigars? Because if you break down the definition of flavor, when you flavor something, mm. you add something to it, meaning you're going to make contact. So you're going to roll the cigar through a liquid of some kind, a liquor of some kind and, and to flavor it. And cigar becomes a defining flavor. So by definition, well, when we Corojo have to buy then here is a from defining the PC, flavor. No, it's it's subjective. You so, know, so is using whatever a comp- the, the, use, use, using acid as an example because it's really the only choice we have. It's flavored because it has that patchouli flavor. Yeah, but you can't say Cuba Cuba has a certain taste. Patchouli oils. It's one of the flavors in there. I also pick up vanilla, but I smoke plenty of cigars and I pick up vanilla. But that becomes subjective because it isn't an additive. It isn't a defining flavor characteristic. We butt heads all the time on the stage. You get flavor A, I get flavor B. Neither flavor's in there, but we romanticize cigars well, that we use descriptors. Mine's in there. 
So, but this opens up a huge, a huge Pandora's box. It, 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 and we knew it was going to happen once, once the presidency changed. You know, all you have to do is look at the bill that's that's been out there to uh, support manufacturers. Ninety five percent of the supporters behind it are Republicans, and you know, I know a lot of the listeners don't like when we make a political, but we knew something was going to happen under the new presidency. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. I think uh, the answer to your question, Jay, is that Broadleaf will become more available if the flavor ban goes in because their Backwoods is not going specifically in to look for the shit wrappers, but they're just using wrapper. So you're going to have more Broadleaf available for right. sure. You don't, you don't really see cigars out there with Connecticut Broadleaf filler. You don't really see many cigars out there with Broadleaf binder. Right. It gets so used. it would open up the blending process, but at the same time, can you still come out with a new cigar at this point? Well, cigars that are made with Broadleaf, <laughs> Nick Melillo is going to have more access to Broadleaf. Now, his cigars are not going to be prettier. He may have to just use the shittier wrappers, but if you want that Broadleaf flavor, you know, Topper, it's not a beautiful cigar, but it's Good great. Cigar. It's great yeah, tasting. Great flavor. So you've been, to me, it benefits a guy more like the, the Topper family than it would Melillo. Because Melilla wouldn't use a grade B wrapper because it would hurt his brand long term. Where a company that uses a lower uh, grade wrapper doesn't make it a worse wrapper, just it's not as visually stunning. I think it helps more that guy than Melilla. All right. Well, that's the after show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to having Dave back next week, hopefully. And uh, we are going to be discussing on this week's show coming to. America with Kabathi Gaturu from the African Diaspora Connects podcast. See I, you next week. I think that's the show that could get us canceled. Remember to stick the Lenin in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.